gang. Um, uh, uh, excuse me, engineers, would you mind shutting the door to the lab? All of the dangerous gases are going to get out and hurt people who are trying to enjoy the big game. All right, folks, it's another week of Papa Squash the Radio uh, Transmissions coming to you from Madison Square Garden, New York City, baby. Number one city, number one town in this great country, in this great land. There's many towns, many big, many small, some call them metropolises, and some call them sordid bergs. But me, I, they're all, as long as you're in the United States of America, it's okay by me. And as long as you're elsewhere in the world, you know, that's, that's, that's great too. Everybody's great. Anywho, let me just tell you guys something up front. This is, this is uh, basically a solo mesh for Sean. Uh, Britt is, he's, hmm, I don't know if I should tell you exactly what he's been working on because it's pretty exciting stuff. It's, it's directly related to the Papa Squash uh, project, but I don't know. I, I think I'll let Britt tell you about uh, what he's been working on when he's back in the studio with us next week. Let me just tell you that it's, it's, he's getting a lot of results. His, his, the, the research he's doing right now is, is definitely gonna pay off. And I'm talking about for both of us. I'm talking about for both me and you, the listener. Because when Britt gets big dividends, we all do. Because it's a collaborative, fun thing that we do together. But, you know, if I said I was alone in the studio, in the lab, <laughs> well, I'd be lying. Because, you know what, we got a special guest with us today. It's uh, Nick Russell Esquire. He's coming to us all the way from Nebraska. He's a representative of the uh, legal department at uh, the Astronautical uh, Building. Uh, at Rutgers University's Nebraska branch, and he's going to be uh, talking to us in a little bit, and uh, about an hour. Excuse me, what was that sound? Uh, I'm 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 not going to let Nick on the on the microphone yet because he's got a he's he's uh no, what's that Nick? It might have been me. What you what you do, Nick? Sorry, I just I I just pop. Occasionally, I just just popped. I'm sorry, that was loud. Popped squash, Papa squash. But when Brits in the lab, it's called Papa squash. But when Nick's in the lab, it's called popped squash, because he's he can't help himself. It's past tense. I already popped. It's so. been done. It's been done. It's, it's been done. Now get off the mic. I don't mean to be so harsh with our guests, but you know, you give you give a guest an inch and they'll take a mile, especially when they're an expert in their field the way that Nick is. And especially and when you're an expert in your field, nobody's ever challenging you. Nobody's ever saying like, Hey man, why don't we reevaluate your perspective? You're the one telling other people like, No, this is the Nick, cool it with all the ruckus. This is a delicate laboratory, and you're knocking over all of my instruments, and my my the readouts are out of control at this point. Do you have anything to say for yourself, Nick? <laughs> Try to keep it down. Thank you, Nick. I'm, I'm excited, though. Just excited to be here. I How excited are you? I mean, I I remember the last time I was here. Uh, seeing a Knicks game with my dad 
Nick. So Nick, you're a big fan of the Knicks, huh? Yeah, I mean, I got that a lot. It got it. Got you. you I can't. Believe, I can't be the first person who's pointed that you, out. You would not believe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> who got more buckets? Who got more buckets? <laughs> That's Ex- explained. The game that you saw, the Knicks game that you saw with your dad. Oh, who got more buckets? Oh, the Knicks won the game. I think the Knicks came out on top. As they usually do, because they're from New York City, baby, the Big Apple. And they're the number one. Yeah, there's only one basketball team in, in New York. Because when it comes to baseball, people get confused. When it comes to football, people get confused. It's like the Jets don't even play. The Jets don't even practice in this city. In that was me again. Sorry. I don't even know if the audience can hear these, these ring-outs and, and ding-outs. Um, Nick... Get off the mic. <laughs> no, I mean, stay on. This, look, the intro portion was supposed to be just uh, Sean solo mesh, like I was saying. But, you know, I couldn't resist getting Nick on the mic because I love talking to the dude. And you and I didn't mean to, to, to pop, to prematurely pop, but, hey, that wasn't me. That was Nick. He's the one who made the sound in the first place. So, but, no, you'll, you'll get to hear more of uh, his perspective, which I love, in an hour, and he'll tell us about the legal proceedings that uh, have surrounded the Papa Squash mission and uh, other interesting things about the law and about uh, Nebraska. And I, I don't know. And maybe he'll tell a story or two about his how he came to work uh, in the aeronautical department uh, in such a legal capacity. Anywho, we'll check back in with Nick at about 8 p.m. EST. Uh, Nick, what time is it right now? <laughs> 710. Thanks, Nick. So it's 710 EST, and we're having a good time, I think. But let's just keep moving this right along. It's time for the Papa Squash Bulletin. The only thing I got to announce is that um, uh, I know you're you're searching high and low for an archive, a way to easily listen to Because if you're listening to the show right now, which I know that you are, because you always do every week, you always tune in. Uh, you, I know that you're the type of person who might want to listen to the show later, and uh, you can't yet too easily. It's, I mean, you can. It's on on WPIR's uh, SoundCloud page if you if you really search high and low for it. But we're gonna facilitate a, an archive that'll make it easier to look listen over the tapes. Uh, should you should you so desire in the in the future, and in truth, that's uh, maybe that's part of what Brit is working on this week. Maybe next week, when Brit comes back, the access to the Papa Squash project will be unreal. It'll be it'll be it'll be stronger than ever. It'll be clearer than ever. Blue skies. Uh, but as of right now, this is the only Papa Squash you're gonna get. What you're what you're hearing with your two ears. Uh, if you want to see Papa Squash with your two eyes, we're playing at the Seed Gallery uh, in Newark, New Jersey, April 9th, and the show starts at 8 p.m. So come then, and we'll play a few hours after that point, probably. And it's as part of the Illuminated Paths Broken Machine Films Musical Showcase. And in fact, they actually are doing the same show, the same place. Uh, it's like a two-day festival, April 8th and April 9th. And it's all the way out in Newark, New Jersey. But hey, maybe you're already in Newark, New Jersey listening to the show, and then it's not a big trouble at all. But if you're getting from Brooklyn over to Newark, New Jersey, I mean, good luck. I'm going to have to figure it out my own my own way. Um Anywho, so yeah, there's that show in a week and a half. Britt will be back in a week. 
Um, I mean, luckily, we, we don't need Britt to analyze these tapes. You know, he's his perspective is great in terms of analyzing the tapes. But, you know, all it really takes to, to get the tapes going is to hit play. And I've, I've got ten good fingers right here. It's not like... Britt is really good with his hands. He can build some amazing stuff. But, but I can hit play just as good as the rest of them. So... Uh, that's what I'm going to do, and uh, I hope that you guys uh, find something interesting in this uh, pile of uh, tapes. And uh, maybe if you write in on the face Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the Facebook page, but, like, whatever. You'll find it if you really want to look for it. Just search for P-O-P-P-A squash, spelled like squash, uh, on Facebook.com or on Google. You know, you'll find it. Uh, <laughs> what's that, Nick? I'm just just loving this. Loving the promotion. Yeah, I love yeah. yeah, promoting more important than the work itself is making sure that the work gets out there. You know, the the whole yeah, the whole marketing element of this show is really easy to do and fun. I yeah, it it, to- it totally is and I mean you can't you can't separate them though. They're like one and the same. Part and parcel. Part and parcel. Mhm. Parcel and part. Anywho, uh, yeah, yeah. Get off the mic, Nick. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I've lost track entirely. Oh, yeah, go to the Facebook page and leave some comments. If you, if you discover anything interesting during the show today any, and you draw any interesting conclusions, you know, maybe we can talk about it on the Papa Squash uh, fan club page on Facebook.com. Uh, so enjoy the tapes, sit back and relax, and uh, Nick and I will check in with you in uh, about like 40 minutes, an hour, I don't know, you'll, you'll hear it, you'll know when it's people instead of music, bye!
right, weird stuff. Weird and wild stuff. Am I right, Nick? That was pretty crazy. I haven't heard anything like that in a while. When was the last time you heard something like those uh, transmissions? Never, I think. I'm I'm racking my brain. Never? Not even when you were working on the project yourself? Even back... Well, it's like you... You know that feeling when you, like, revisit something with fresh ears after, like, so many years, and it just... It's like you're hearing something new. Like, it's it's something something weird, something new, and I'm just... Maybe I'm just approaching this with, like, a 2016 mindset. Well, it's it's not like the recording's changed, Nick. It's that... I think it's... I think Nick has changed. I think Nick is no longer the uh, intern in the lab he once was. Now he's in charge of the legal, I was, I was, the legal lab. I was the legal intern was the the parlance of the design. Mm-hmm. Legal when, when was there were there were there were science interns, but I was a I was a legal intern. What was what was like sort of the, the dichotomy <sighs> between? Because like you're all interns, you're all on the level, right? Uh, no. No. no, 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 no one respected us. No, we respected no. the legal boys. Why is no. that? Because you got your science interns. They're dealing with like test tubes and beakers and science stuff. And Easy to be impressed. I, I, science. I, 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 every day I had to tell myself not to be impressed. Well, tell myself it wasn't a big deal because it, it seemed like it. Well, I mean, it's it's not even about. <coughs> whoa, who? I'm checking the levels right now. Wait, it seems like we're in the red, but I can't. Should I talk closer? To no, no, it? we're talking plenty close to the microphone. Okay. Turn them up here. We'll go there. there we go. Right. Am I in the red? All right, this is what you call it. No, now we're totally in the green. We're totally good. good. No peeking. No, no looking out of turn. You know, in not the, that kind of peeking. I was just making. What? What, what kind of peeking were you talking about? P E A. K, we're, peak, we're not P E E. No, no. You wouldn't call us Tom. We're not a peaking Tom. Peaking Tom. We're a peaking. Who's a real loud rock star? You know. You know what they'd call a Tom who was born in Beijing before 1970? Hong Kong Tom. Tom from Peking. Because <laughs> he used to call Peking. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So that's where Peking duck comes from then, too. Yes. Yes. Huh? This puts so much Chinese food in context for you. Oh, finally. Because I've been yeah. eating that stuff since I was a boy. And you've been liking it. I've been... <laughs> the whole time. The whole right? time I've been eating it. I've been enjoying right. it. Well, now you enjoy it a little more because you know where it came from. That's See, that's the important thing that maybe our listeners need to... Well, no, no. You guys can learn what you want to. But... Uh, knowing where something came from enhances your enjoyment of said thing. I I would believe it's so. Why else would we have uh, Michael? The Michael Nick. Jordan. Nick. <laughs> no, I wasn't referring to you, Nick. Oh, I was referring okay, to uh, okay. how when Michael Jordan was almost drafted to the Knicks, uh, Patrick Ewing said, "No way, Jose. I don't. I don't like guys who are from." Uh, South Carolina? From South Carolina. Uh-huh. From um, Wilmington, South Carolina. Wilmington. South Carolina. Yeah, that he actually have, has... I don't know if the listeners have heard this story, but uh-huh. he, was, uh, he wasn't going to be on his basketball team. 
He wanted, He tried out freshman year. And what happened? <laughs> Mike, we're talking about Michael Jordan here, the all-time best at the game. Like, like think of the all-time best at anything. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. is like that for basketball. Jimi Hendrix. Albert Einstein. Al Jolson. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Jagger. Say it. Just come out and Jagger. say it. Who's, was... the big, who's the best rocker of them all? Mick freaking Jagger. Ugh. I say John Lennon. John Lennon didn't say, rock. Right? He loved. He loved a little too much for my taste. He, so I mean, look at let's let's do John Lennon's pre pre Yoko because Yoko. I don't know. We could talk know. about yeah, John Lennon and Yoko a, all night. We're not, a little off. Yeah, we're, we're a little off the rails here. Off the rails. All right. So what I was getting at is no, but no. Can I can I finish my? <laughs> Let me finish the Michael Jordan story. So he definitely go he, for okay, it. Nick. Wilmington, South Carolina. He tries out for the team. Freshman year, he's literally he's a little shrimpy guy. He's like five foot eleven, which like no say, way. You, yeah. No yes way. Michael yes Jordan. Way. We're talking Michael. We're talking six foot six Michael Jordan here. That's one more six, and we've got a, a problem on our hands. And the color of the Bulls jersey is red, and I don't think that's a coincidence, folks. And the number of the beast is 23. Basketball. Is it? Well, Michael Jordan's number was 23. Two, two times three is six. Two times three is six. Six. Six three foot times. six. He's six foot six, and his number is twenty three. So his number is two times three is six, and his height is six foot six. Ronald Reginald Reagan, three R's, six letters in each of those names. You tell me, folks. But hey, you tell th- you tell him. This you sort of him. this sort of this sort of you know, will will they won't they heaven or hell kind of speculation. That's for a different show. We're grounded in fact. And science here on Papa Squash, the radio transmission. I'm just. So, I, I was just. I was just saying that. I didn't. I'm not. We're not. I'm not. Look, you any come of this. into our our lab. We give you this special pass, and we say anything goes. You can say whatever you want. But really, man, it's it's. We're still among the land of the living. We still have to have some amount of respect for uh, religious freedom and for just not the the, the antichrist. That's not a. There's no facts. There's no science around it. There's no science meaning 666 is the number of the beast. The number of the beast could be 35. So no? he's 5 foot 11. Not the Antichrist, five Michael foot, Jordan. He's 5 foot 11. Tries out for his freshman basketball team. Uh-huh. And the coach says, uh, says, no, Michael, you can't play. Mike, he was called at the time. No, Mike, you can't play. You're not, uh, you're not tall enough. You, you're not tall enough for this uh, this game here. You see this game? We're playing this among giants. You're walking in the land of the giants. Here he was and you're a not. hobbit in a land of ents. If you know what I mean, listeners. I don't. You don't, probably do. I don't know. What do you mean? What you think you're better than me? I don't. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I gather contextually you're talking about like the Lord of the Rings, but I haven't watched it. Why uh, not? I don't watch. We don't need to get into it, folks. Science, fantasy, whatever. Look, okay. we could talk about Yoko Ono, Michael Jordan, and the work of Gerard Tolkien all night long, folks. But that's not why we're here. We're here because Michael Jordan, Jordan <laughs> he did not. <laughs> he tried out. He didn't get in. He didn't get. He didn't get a set. He didn't get. He didn't get accepted. Sophomore year, he uh-huh. tries again. Uh huh. This year, this time he's six foot one. So he six grew one. one to three inches two. over the two. 
Five foot, foot eleven. Five foot eleven. Five <laughs> foot twelve. Six foot. Six foot one. Six. All right, for the science listeners here, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna correct him, but you heard that. You guys heard that. <laughs> I don't even. To be quite honest, you guys folks, heard that. I don't even. <laughs> that know. speaks for itself. Oh, five foot twelve and six foot zero. It's like a, a C flat or yeah. an E sharp if, if for the music uh, listeners out there. It's like one in the same. But um, Anywho. six foot one. Three inches, two inches later, tries out. One year eight later, one year older, one year wiser, mm-hmm. one year more of skills. He was hitting the court hard in that year. Pounding the pavement. Pounding the pavement. Like, l- literally, pounding the ball on the pavement. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Working on his uh, dribbling skills. Working on his free throws. Chest pass. Chest passes, bounce passes, every sorts of pass. Overhead oh. passes, outlet oh. passes. Did he prefer layups or slam dunks? Well, he actually, um, funny you should ask, he he was one of the best stunkers of all time. Stunkers? He's one of the best stunkers he didn't of all stunk. time? He, he certainly didn't stunk. He was very good at he basketball. He dunked more than he stunk. He went way, way more. I Look, I'm just way talking more. about sports because I know that the listeners out there love sports because our listeners are Americans. And if Americans are anything, they're, they're voracious consumers of uh, well-marketed sports entertainment. ESPN is a cash cow. It is. MSG is a cash cow. MSG. The network, we, for that matter. That's, yeah. We have to give respect to MSG. Yeah, I mean... The arena and the network. Both. Truth of the matter is, because we're broadcasting from uh, Madison Square Garden, we have to... Uh, we're contractually obligated... We are we are contractually obligated to communicate about uh, sports teams for at least like ten minutes of the show. I think we've hit that uh, that um. I think we, we you could, know could probably move on. We could probably but, uh, move can on. I finish? Well, we I guess oh, we got to finish. Oh, we even the, get to the end of Michael well, Jordan's gripping story? Long story short, junior year he tries out. He's six foot six. He makes the team. So so he just gets kid- taller and taller. And by the time he's tall enough for them to be like, okay, you're tall enough. He's tall enough. So he gets on the team. But in that time, he was also he was getting taller. He was getting more skilled at the same time. So you gotta like you could look at that story two ways. You could be like, okay, this guy's working with whatever genetics gift he's got. It's not up to anyone, but, you know, I, we're not talking about, we're not getting into religion, but whoever's... It's nature. That's the nature of it. I'm saying it's nurture. Exa- yeah, okay. Well, I'm saying he I'm saying he pounded the pavement in those years. He got good at basketball, tried out again. That's, it's, it's the, it's the meeting of nurture and nature. He's, he's like the, like, he's, he is that meeting point between man and God. He he is he's right he's right there at the centerpiece of that whole debate about religion and where our place in the universe and like where you know is there a afterlife is there a, is there space I mean we know there's space but what's out there I've, I've thought about it we've all thought about I've it thought and that's why we're lot. here tonight because a, f- a few years ago Britt and I found uh, a treasure chest uh, a crate. A box, whatever you want to call it. It was we were out in Colorado digging around in the dirt, and we found this crate full of star maps and recordings. And what time is it, Nick? It's uh, eight twenty-five. Eight twenty-five. I'm. I think uh, constantly citing the uh, time that it is is probably not the best for the show. It, it it takes the listener out of it. It reminds. Well, maybe the listener needs to know what time it is, and they don't have. Uh, they don't have a watch. Look. It's amateur hour, folks. You know, some people say it's amateur hour and they mean it's a bad thing. 
But for us, it's usually a good thing because this is an open environment with an open dialogue. Yeah, and every professional ever started as an amateur. Exactly. The uh, the last time on sports, I promise. But uh, no more sports. 1980 Olympics, the Russians, professionals, Americans, amateurs, oh, the hockey, hockey the miracle on yeah. ice happened right here in MSG, folks. And, yeah, go uh, right here USA. in uh, New York City, USA. Manhattan. And uh, Down yeah, with the Reds it shows what amateurs can do when they try. They play professionals. Yeah. Good so, all right. I mean, enough sport talk. This isn't porpoise sports. Porpoise sports. <laughs> Radio sports. transit. This isn't Papa sports. This is about Papa squash. And uh, my way. So oh, you, you, all, you squash is a sport. Oh, oh God, I can't even escape it. I don't want to pop an ollie Ooh. and play around. Is, squ- is skateboarding considered a sport? It's an extreme sport. No, I, but I mean, the extremity the- of it isn't the thing that's questionable. <laughs> it's the the it's sport, the part. Uh, competition of it. I mean, it's I- not really a competitive sport unless you've got listening the X Games, the X Games thrown in the mix. But that's yeah. like. I mean, it's a that's really ESPN again doing mucking up, co-opting sticking its hands that's in the beautiful. business. And, oh, so it's like so, surfing, like surfing. ESPN's film and surfing. Surfing's not about competition at all. It's about like just you, the waves, the the ocean. Surfing sounds. is the meeting point of man and God. Surfing is Michael Jordan. Do you think Michael Jordan has ever surfed? Do you think he's too tall for a board? You have to be a tall board. But I think they uh, they can custom make that. If he they can custom make like houses for those giant people. <laughs> if they can custom make a house, they can custom make a surfboard. You can board. custom make a board. That's yeah. That's a really interesting. Uh, that's an interesting point that you make. Um, about uh surfing but again enough with the damn sports let's let's start talking about fruits vegetables space i don't know where does the legal where, where's the legal precedent for the sort of research that brit and i are doing because it's it's not like we necessarily own these rec- these recordings or these documents you know they're they're stamped with all sorts of legal i don't know maybe you could take a look at them for for one but is it is it bad that we're just using these things that we found to sort of like for personal gain? Well, there's a lot of law in this. Let me preface what I'm about to say by that. There's is a, the law long in the tooth? There's a lot of law on this. It's uh, I mean, it's it's long in the it's long to read. Take a while to read. And if by long in the tooth you mean like a while to say, if you read every case discussing this uh the precedence here you'd be you'd be reading for a long time you'd be speaking for a long time your teeth would be getting long by the day um there's a lot of uh i mean it's really it's uh it's an issue that's been thoroughly tapped just like is information free how do we deal with you know the internet and martin shkreli martin shkreli bitcoin Dogecoin. At Dogecoin? Dogecoin. Oh, like the dog. With the dog. I like that. Yeah. And just just today I read about a there's a new type of Bitcoin, Ethereum. Ethereum? It's called Ethereum. I don't know anything about it, but um Is it used on on off off world colonies? 
I think, I Probably. think it might be. I might be. I don't know. It, it's possible. But, um, yeah, now that information is so just everywhere, it's like out swimming in the atmosphere, there's people who sue. People want... People... <laughs> everyone's trying to get a piece of the pie. The, the, the pie in the sky, The space so pie. The, the, the space the, pie. The space... The big old, big old moon pie. Here comes the... Here comes the 1988 Olympics again. The United States versus Russia. Where else were we competing with Russia? Do I need to spell it out for you folks? The space race. Exactly, exactly. And the space race, interestingly enough, not much litigation surrounding that. Because it was so it was it was so heavily regulated by the these laws of privacy and secrecy. No one's if you're Putin, you're not gonna be like, I sue I'm gonna sue you, Obama, because you know, your moon rocket's faster than mine. I'm not going to sue you for stealing this sort of proprietary technology. It's not. It's like you're you're gonna. What you're gonna do? You're gonna grab a. You're gonna grab one of your Russian CBGB, KGB. CBGB. Rock and roll, my man. Rock and roll. Manhattan punk rock. But no, no. You're thinking KGB. You're gonna get one of your KGB guys. You're gonna get a little coin which has like a little uh, little camera on it. You're gonna. Get that in the White House. You're going to get there. You're going to figure out what Obama's saying to his scientists. You're going to figure out what sort of rockets he's proposing to them. You're going to figure You're going to figure out what sort of jet engines he's discussing. Uh-huh. You're not uh-huh. going to you're not going to You're not going to it's not going to be a Russia v US the New York Supreme Court. There's not going to be a judge ruling on that. This is I mean this is Cold War. This is all ancient history now. I, I used Obama and Putin cuz they're the first that came to my mind, but we could easily choose he's just trying to put it in perspective for you guys see that's the thing about a good lawyer he'll always put it in terms that the jury can understand (laughs) if i come in here screaming about brezhnev and reagan you guys would scoff at me the jury would scoff I've heard of you've heard of hung juries. There'd be a scoffing jury. They'd be scoffing their way away. What was that joke? One more or not a joke? It's not a joke. joke. This This is all facts. One more time. Clearly, it's like you've heard of a hung jury. Uh huh. This jury would be scoffing. They'd have to close the court because of all the scoffing. It wouldn't work. Nothing. It it wouldn't work. It's not. Oh, in the car, (laughs) and they'd just be like. Gorbachev, <laughs> it's not Gorbachev. Who was it? Well, Gorbachev. To uh, my example, I guess I chose Brezhnev. Brezhnev, but I could have chose Gorbachev. Could have chose uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, one. Brezhnev. Brezhnev. Bush. Bush. Gore. Who's who's the real Florida. president? Bush or Cheney? <laughs> who's really Carl, pulling the I say, strings? Say Carl Rove. Carl fucking Rove. Carl. Excuse my language. Rove. Frickin' Rove. I just, when, when things start to get political, I, I, I lose my bearings and I start to lash out emotionally. A lot of us in this country, a lot of us too, but you gotta, it's like discourse in this country, it's fallen. It's fallen really far. And I've seen it a lot in my legal practice. I've seen just, you know, you, you, you bring a case back in the 80s, judge would hear you, people, you know, there'd be something in the press, but there wouldn't mm-hmm. be all this hooting and hollering over... Oh, you know, we we need to rule one way. We need to choose one thing, you know, because people people had principles. 
Nowadays, people don't have principles. People just say whatever comes to their mind. Spewing. Opportunistic. Nonsense. Garbage. Trash. Garbage. Well, look, I'm trying to think about it in terms of the the chest that we found in the desert. Because Mm -hmm. that was... That that chest wasn't supposed to get out, you know. That was sure. the, as far as we know, these tapes are confidential. Sure, and there's there's legally legally confidentiality is a very that's a very there's heavily legislated. There are laws surrounding confidentiality. You stamp something confidential with this thing we call a bait stamp. Bait stamp. Bait stamp by um, John Bates invented it in 1902. Oh, so actually, in um. In libraries back then, um, in order to you know keep track of all the documents they're going through, they actually had this thing called, or John invented this thing called the stamper. Other people called it a, a bait stamper. stamper. He called it a stamper. Cause, Just a stamper. Well, because that's he, all. Because he... he was John Bates. <laughs> He's not going to be. Hey guys, let's bait stamp this. He's not that oh, cocky. But what, nobody had ever stamped anything before well, they hadn't, he came they, they'd, all right, they'd, they'd stamped a little bit. There'd been a little stamping. I've but. seen the Lord of the Rings. I remember when when Gandalf is giving Frodo the little bit of wax, and he goes like, Bleh! and you see the little uh, uh, ba- Baggins emblem on the wax there. Yes. Is that a stamp? There was a lot of emblem emblemata, emblemizing. Uh, different art from stamping. Mm-hmm. In John Bates wouldn't wouldn't emblemize things there's He'd no turn up his nose at, at... <coughs> he'd scoff to bring scoff to bring it back to scoffing but he would um no so he was in this library it was 1902 and they you know lots of pages from books that you want and you want to preserve an order for this you know because um these books are you know you, if you don't number the pages you're not going to know what page to go to you're not going to know what order it's in so what he did was that he, makes sense. It does. It's. I mean, it's. It's, it's a. It seems like a no-brainer that you should read things in in order as it, they're it, marked. It is, but there's no way to like establish this. So he, bait stamp. Basically, he put a thing called we like to call it Bates prefix in the legal industry. So like, say we're, <laughs> say like we're making a document production. We're NASA. Uh-huh. We're NASA. We're producing documents. Oh, so you're part of NASA now. That's. I didn't say that. Are you, are you? I didn't say that. Looks like we got him, folks. I didn't say that. Can we? Can we uh, go back? Let's just roll the tape. Let's just. All right. So it's, let's say you're part of the aeronautics division. Oh no! I of the, I was calling you out because I thought that you accidentally revealed that you were part of a larger project than than uh, you you first wanted. Was somebody knocking on the door? Oh, hey Dan! Th- thank you, Sarah. Uh, Dan's calling, and he's got something to say. So it's time to interrupt the show because Dan wants to talk. Our lot of research, and for what? So Dan can run his uh, mouth. No, just kidding, Dan. We love you, and we're happy to have you be part of the conversation. Hold that thought, Nick. What was that thought again? Just getting the Bates prefixes and Bates stamping in general, and confidential in the context of confidentiality. Dan, if you're listening, just call my my phone, just my phone. You know the phone number that, or I'll I'll call you. I guess I don't know. So bait stamps are uh, uh, real boring. Real boring. It's real boring real stuff. Boring. I gotta tell you, I don't real give boring. a shit about 
anything other than the fact that the stamps did not exist until this guy came up with them because that's just ridiculous. I can't believe that. But so a lot of people, you stamp something confidential, basically. So if you have these documents, you stamp them confidential, they'll be considered as such. Man, I hope you weren't hearing that noise the entire episode or the entire time we were talking, because that's friggin' obnoxious. Um, I'm going to try and call Dan, but my phone, it's still, I mean, I've had this phone for like three months, but it's still pretty hard for me to figure out how to call people easily. Uh, I'm going to call Dan. He's got something to say. He'll be, um, so Bates, what about the the goddamn stamps? I'm done with this. Stamps are done. You're done. Oh, you can't even. You're not even on the mic. Sorry. <laughs> are the stamps done? I was, I was so. The stamps are done. We're done with the stamps. Look, no he, inter- stamps. he interrupts our phone call. He interrupts our show to call us. Hello. Dan, why the hell would you call the radio's number? Dan, are you on the air? Can you hear yourself? Dan. 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 This is Dan. I can kind of hear Dan. Are you not a calling show? I mean, we are, but we haven't figured out the kinks of how exactly to uh, make it work exactly. Because it's not really. I think. I can hear. I think. Uh, yeah, we can basically hear yeah. you, Dan. You can, okay. I want to talk about. I want to talk about Trump. Um. I want to talk about the political climate in the United States today. And Say exactly what you want to about that topic. Uh, well, I really just, you know, I just wanted to start a political discourse. I think uh, I, have an un- I have a controversial opinion. I think uh, Trump is very good at what he does. And what's he do, Dan? What? What's he do? Exactly. He's good, he's good, at, uh, he's good at manipulating the media, a la Kim Kardashian. See, yeah, would you vote for Kim Kardashian to be president, Dan? I don't know. In this climate, I maybe. <laughs> I mean, what Trump's uh, Trump's enough of a clown. I mean, if, if Kanye West gets to be her vice president, then I'm voting for Kim. I'm voting for Kim tomorrow, <laughs> dude. Are you with me, Dan? You're married. I don't think the person you're married to becomes the vice president. <laughs> They just happen to be married. He would get elected vice president because of his big and concise ideas. She could nom- I mean, she could nominate him to be the vice president, and but that could be too much political power to be the first man slash vice president. It's true. No one's no one's ever wielded that power before. Both a man and a vice president. Both the, both the first man. The first man. He used, yeah. Who who knows? The title of first man would, would, I think he'd blow it out of proportion. Would it be first gentleman? First yeah, lady? I mean, you know, it is Kanye West. But I mean, what do you think Kim Kardashian's governance thing would be like? Governess? I think, thinking about, I think that thought experiment would give us a lot of insight on what Donald Trump's governance would be like. Privacy laws would be in a, in a whole new uh, galaxy, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. 
is Donald Trump a very private man? I don't think so. I think he's very much in the public eye. I think we I think we're all a little private. If uh, we got they both private have reality TV shows, um, they both inherited a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The interesting thing about Kim Kardashian is that she's really famous, but she also was has had a lot of money her entire life. So it doesn't really matter if she's famous. She could have just done absolutely nothing and would still live a very comfortable life. And the same yeah. could be said of Donald Trump. He could have done absolutely nothing and would have still... It, his life would have been totally inconsequential. He would have just been rolling around in a, in a bathtub full of quarters. The great thing about Donald Trump is he took a, he took a million dollars and made five billion. Ten billion, and that's American that's ingenuity. The Ameri- that's the American work. dream. Take a million dollars, listeners. That's the American dream. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's why that's why he's the front runner. That's why I Dan. Yeah. What? <laughs> Do you agree with that, Dan? I'm sorry. Do you, do you agree that Trump embodies the American dream? Um, what do I think about the American dream? What do you think about the American dream? What's your definition um, of the American dream? You know, you kind of, you want, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're having a, 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 an American uh, restful night. Where you don't dream at all. You just wake up feeling totally refreshed and ready for whatever the day will... American Nightmare. Well, yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen American Horror Story. I get it. I, I know what it could be like to also... To be in a circus, but also be scary. You know? To work in a hotel, but also the hotel is a very scary place. Because who knows... Dan, I'm tired of holding your phone up to the um, goddamn mic. Do you have any final thoughts? Alright. Uh, thanks Thanks for taking my call, Papa Squash. I uh, love you guys. And I'll, I'll, I'll keep listening. I love you too, Dan. Thanks for calling, Dan. Bye. Have a good night. Good night. Uh, Dan, next time you call... I, I, wouldn't want, I didn't want to say this to your face because... Um, I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but next time you call, I don't even know how we could handle that better, because we plugged it in, and it's supposed to work, and Dan's voice didn't come through. I, I don't know, so, you know, we figured out a solution. Anywho, American Horror Story, we've got a season about a circus, a season about a hotel. Hotels are creepy places. They contain many rooms. The United States of America contains many states. And within those states, there's different people with different feelings and different ideas. And you're from the state of Nebraska, yes? Yes. Some people call that flyover country. <laughs> I just, that's, that sound is what I feel too. Scoff. That's a scoff. And I, I that's a scoff. <laughs> scoff alert. Scoff alarm. <laughs> Yeah, that's the sound of the scoff alert. Just. You ever. Hey, listen, listeners, you ever been walking down the street and you see somebody give you a. Like, you notice that they're looking at your shoes and then they meet you, then they are giving you an up and a down, then you make eye contact with them and then they go. That's. uh, I mean, not even listeners. Nick, does that ever happen to you? I'm here. (laughs) I'm here. Yeah. I'm present. Um. I mean, I pre- dress pretty well most of the time. I mean, but I guess 
they could what not the, even do. <laughs> Dresden's got nothing to do with Dresden's it. Dresden's got nothing to do with it. Dresden's got nothing to do with it. I think um, no, that, that hasn't happened to me, but I could see I could see that sort of thing happening to someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I and? haven't seen I haven't seen that happen, and I think it's pretty. I think it's despicable. I don't I don't like it one bit. I think we're all in this together. We're all in this. We're all in this big country together, and you know whether you're from a flyover state, whether you're from California to the Missouri, Missouri, you like you don't you don't doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter you know what you dress like, doesn't matter what you look like. You're you're an American. You're an American. You're an American. Here and listen to this, Donald Trump. Doesn't matter if you're from uh from another country originally. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You're still an American. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. Giddy haw, giddy up. As soon as you enter these gates, as soon as you just make it in this country any way possible, it's like hell yeah, we're happy to have you here. This country was founded upon people busting through shit and and fucking. Actually, no, that's starting to twist into something bad. Because when we first got here, we busted down some doors we shouldn't have busted down. I'm not going to name any names. Sacagawea. Uh, Let's not... Yeah, I I don't want to joke about that at all. Sorry. Sorry, No, it's... It naturally happened. I'm from from Nebraska. It's uh, it's it's an issue in Nebraska. What the reservations? Yeah. We need to get off this, off this topic. topic. Off this topic. Um. Yeah. Anywho. No, so, but about about Nebraska, right? I'm Nebraska. You're curious. Yeah, you're from like, Nebraska. Yeah. No. Curious what it was like growing up in Nebraska. Yeah. What was it like growing up in Nebraska? Looking to the the heavens, but also your father was he was an oppressive uh, judge. Yes. He was an oppressive judge. I mean, a lot of people said he was an impressive judge. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said oppressive because he uh, every day, every day you get home from the um so. We got a we had a farm. We had a farm. He was a law, and he was cultivating. He was a law. He was a lawyer. We had a farm. We had a he was a law. He was a law. He was he was the the be all the he end was all. the law. He was the law. He was the, the law, my friend. Judge, jury, and executioner. Executioner. Oh, and if you were like one of our little pigs on our farm, you definitely was the executioner. Oof. Right? But that's getting to another topic I don't want to talk about. But um. Yeah, so I yeah come home every day from school, till the land for a little bit, like do a few hours of tilling. Then till um, the cows come home. Till the cows. Did you till until came, the till till the cows came home. Say that ten times fast. Till till, till, till the cows came home. Till till the cows came home. Till till the cows home. Till till the cows came home. Till till the cows came home. I haven't said it correctly once. I don't think I have. Till till that. Till till the cows come. Till till the cows come home. Till till the cows come till home. Till till the cows. Till till, till, till the cows come home. Till till the cows come home. Till till the cows come home. All right. Do That's it yourself. Actually, that actually sounds kind of like it could be a good till, interesting like kids show. Like till, the cow. Till, the cow called till. till. We're getting the uh, the the old Don't cow know. signal. Oh uh, really? Move it along. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, is that? Yeah, no. The show's seven. Seven. Oh, there's seven of you. Hey, all seven. There's seven of you listening. That's that's uh, a, that's a, that's a hell of a look behind the curtain. But you know, even in the Emerald City, they're they're not all. They don't all have great jobs. You know, some of the people in the Emerald City are just like sitting around, living the high life or whatever. They don't all have to be active. They they don't all have to be, you know, painting, making her eyes match her gown. Jolly yeah. good town. Yeah. They're just smudge, uh, smudge I mean, here, smudge, smudge this. Couple of tra la la's. 
This is uh, uh well, I mean, this brings <laughs> me back to the point that uh, so yeah, you earlier mentioned this uh, Lord of the Rings. You just now mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. My dad never let me saw see things like that, even though you know Kansas, Nebraska. I've learned as a, an adult, Wizard of Oz was based in Kansas, and you know that's Kansas where, and Nebraska. Aren't I mean, there's bloody Kansas vaguely in the same area. Neighbors, I think. I know, actually. Could be. I know. I grew up in Nebraska, <laughs> and um, they. Uh, I know their neighbors, and they. Uh, they're very similar culturally, but sure. But um, yeah. Every every day, I get home, you know, from the cornfield and till the land for a little bit. Then my dad. Locked me in the room with his legal textbooks and just said, study the law, son. And study the law I did. And your hands were still covered with dirt, and you'd be looking through the pages covered with dirt, and he would go, ah! And my my face caked with mud. Caked with mud and and grain. And those those bright eyes peeking out of the mud, (laughs) absorbing all of the legal information that you could, as fast as you could. And I, boy, was I fast. I was a fast learner back then. I was uh, I was ten years old, one year, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and when I was ten, I remember that was when I first learned about the uh, Plessy v. Ferguson. What happened? Brown in v. That Brown case? v. Boyd. Brown Wade v. v. Roe. Wade v. Roe. <laughs> Roe v. Wade. Some call it in Nebraska. Things are a little backwards. It was Wade v. Roe. Oh, classic Nebraska. But um, yeah, no. I mean, every day he was he was very certain about he was a judge. He was very successful. He wanted me to be successful in the same way. So he really instilled with me instilled in me this appreciation for the law. And with that, you know, we're in Nebraska. There's you know, not Omaha is like a a city. It's not New York City. And Mm -hmm. you know, no no city is New York City, baby. (laughs) No city is Nebraska. I mean, that's what we little. No city is Nebraska. Oh, Omaha, sorry. Oh, get my, get oh. my, get my words so, all. So, as proud as I am of the Big Apple, you're proud of Omaha. Not as proud as anyone is of the Big Apple because it's one of a kind. But um, but no, Omaha. I mean, yeah, wait, reason I brought up, up Omaha is because you know in Nebraska there's no no big city to like no big lights to you know wipe away the stars. So. Oh. I would just be like, I'd be fresh off reading, you know, the Federalist Papers or what have you, you know, some deep in some legal, legal knowledge, and my brain some, would be swimming. Oh, the I'd legal be, swamp. The legal swamp. I'd be, you know, digging through the mud. The you know, stink of the legal swamp was still fresh on your back. The stink of the analysis and the heavy weight of the jurisprudence would be weighing me down, weighing down my brain, and then, you know, I'd go out into the stars with my my pops you know i don't didn't you don't didn't he call my pops a lot he call my pops a lot but you so the two of you sh- well you didn't call him but you, you haven't well, talked to him in a while didn't i didn't call him my pops a lot at the time you didn't call him what'd you called call him, him called him father he wanted me to call him father i thought he but, wanted you to call him judge <laughs> judge father. you've always told me that he he preferred to go by judge he in went, the house he went by judge father <laughs> judge father. judge dad when he plays in good mood and judge pops now that he's judge We're, judge pops now that he's not with us anymore uh but um but yeah judge pop judge not this pops lest ye judge. be judged mom <laughs> That's what. That's you what used I to said. To, that's, that was my uh, eulogy to him, to my mom. So she's dead. She's yeah. She's been dead since you were. Oh, so she, she's long gone. 
She, uh, long gone. Um, yeah, since I was, uh, five, she was taken from us from the farm. By whom? By, uh, by, um... Do you not by, want to get into it? Was it a disease or was it aliens? No. Was it a disease or was it aliens? Oh, there, I mean... I don't think it was aliens. <laughs> I think bandits. I think they were ban- They were marauders at the very least. But they, uh, they, they, they took a, they, they took my mom from the farm. She mm-hmm. never came back. And ever since then, my my father, he really instilled in me this love of the law because the law didn't, you know, Nebraska was a lawless territory at marauders this time. have no regard for the law they don't and the law, legal infrastructure in nebraska didn't at the same time either it was 1970 it was it was madness it's still the wild west it people the, think that the wild west is long 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 gone but they don't even they don't realize that just 50 years ago it was it, it, marauding was still happening on the daily you look at the 70s you got san francisco you got a cultural revolution mm-hmm you look in New York, you got, you know, Times Square, you got the movie Taxi Driver for you movie freaks out there. Oh. You got, you know, debauchery, you got all sorts of crazy stuff going on. No one ever looked at the middle of the country. And it was like it was 1850, folks. <laughs> it was <laughs> still 1850. It was like nothing had changed in a hundred years. And so marauders could just come on to a, a man's farm, a, a judge's farm, a powerful judge the jury and the executioner and just take someone take 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 a landowner from her land this happened <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing but i'm just it's just so funny to me oh, i'm weeping i'm just i can't the injustice. The injustice. it's just it's just the same <laughs> old story man you i've heard it a million times before so many <laughs> marauders <laughs> taking so many judges wives Judges was. We never found out what happened to her. But yes, yeah, since that day, my dad, Judge, said Judge Russell. That's my last name. Judge Russell. Judge, Judge Nick Russell Sr. Um, said you got you to gotta study the law because the law is going to save you. The law is going to save you. And, you know, every time you feel a little sad inside, you feel a little like, why do I exist? You know, what's, why am I here? What have I, you know, what have I done? What's my purpose on world? In the surf, on, you look on world, on world, on world, on world or off world, folks. <laughs> when we're on world, you look up and you look at the stars and you think, uh, "That's that's why I'm there." So you got the law grounding you in Earth, you got the stars grounding you in space, and that's that's really what drove me to be a space lawyer. Nick, <laughs> that is an amazing point to stop the conversation at. So this is Thanks. Nick Russell, Thanks, space lawyer. We'll learn more about his. His legal practice, his involvement with the Papa Squash Project, at a later date. For now, we're going to have to wrap up the show. Uh, this one's dedicated to Britt because you know he's not here right now. Love to meet you, Britt. One day. Yeah, Nick I've and met, Britt. I've uh, met Britt. Yep. Nick is a friend of mine uh, from. <laughs> he was a hell of a uh, legal studies teacher at Rutgers, but um, anywho. We'll learn more about Nick and his whole thing, you know, later at some in some other uh, transmissions episode, and we'll we'll listen to more transmissions next week. It'll probably just be me and Britt again, you know, doing our thing, and uh, 
The wind's blowing, folks. Don't get uh, don't get blown away. Don't get blown away. Any yeah, is any don't final thoughts, away. Nick? No, just um, for all you dreamers out there, keep dreaming. You know, space law wasn't really an established field when I uh, was getting into it, but I, I pioneered it, and um, that's true of all you guys. Just combining two things that you would never think should logically ever be combined, space and law. But here we are. Here we are, Papa Squash. We did it. Papa, another week of Papa Squash uh, wouldn't be possible without your guys' support. So we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, oh, <laughs> I did not check this out. Oh, screw it. I was trying to make a sound, but it's goodbye. <laughs>